The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As Jesus went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the Feast of St. Andrew. St. Andrew had the distinction of being the very first to follow Jesus. He was first a disciple of John the Baptist, but when John pointed out that, behold, here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, Andrew then became a follower of Jesus. And then he did something very instructive for each of us. He introduced people to Jesus. First of all, his brother, Simon. Now, he didn't know at the time what God had in mind for Simon. All he did was introduce. And then Jesus took it from there, and he made Simon Peter, the rock upon which he would build his church. But without Andrew, that might not have happened. We may not be here the way we are. Andrew made that introduction. That was in the first chapter of John's Gospel. And then in John chapter 6, he's the one who brought the boy who had five loaves and two fish to Jesus. And that prompted Jesus to perform that great miracle of the multiplication of the loaves and fish which in itself prefigures what we're doing here again, the Eucharist. So again, Andrew had a crucial part to play in that. Then in John chapter 12, when the Greeks come to Philip and say, we want to see Jesus, Philip comes to Andrew, and it's Andrew with Philip who introduces the Greeks to Jesus, and that was the turning point. If you read on in John chapter 12, where Jesus said, now I will go to my passion. That was the turning point, and Jesus then died for our sins, rose again. So all of this is instructive for us because we're called to do the very same thing, to introduce people to Jesus. We see the same thing in the Blessed Virgin Mary. In her visitation, she brings Jesus to her cousin Elizabeth. That's when John the Baptist leapt in his mother's womb. So very, very important events, all because people introduce Jesus to others. We know why, because of the first reading. It's because of what Jesus offers for those who know him and accept him. St. Paul lays this out in Romans chapter 10, the first reading. If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So the offer of salvation. But first, the person has to be introduced to Jesus before they can call upon his name. Paul goes on to say, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But then there's a problem and a challenge. Paul goes on to say, but how are they to call on the one 
in whom they have not believed? And how can they believe in one whom they've not heard? And how can they hear without someone proclaiming him? How are they to proclaim unless they are sent? And here's the crucial verse in that passage. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Jesus is the good news. We're called to bring the good news to others. The responsorial psalm invites us to imitate creation because creation itself and the way it was made does that. In Psalm 19, their message goes out to all the earth. The heavens are telling the glory of God. The firmament proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech and night to night declares knowledge. Just by the fact that creation is, it's always proclaiming the one who created it by their being as fully as they can be. The stars shining, the sun giving its warmth. And we're called to imitate that in our words and our actions. And the thing about Andrew is he played this important part even though he did not have what we would consider to be many of the gifts of the powerful. He wasn't well-educated. He was a fisherman. He was poor. He didn't have any status or social standing among the Jews. He wasn't a Pharisee or a Sadducee. But God chose him not for who he was, but who he could become. And he does that for us, if we have an open heart. So on this feast of St. Andrew, let us ask our saint to pray for us that we would imitate his ministry in introducing people to Jesus and then let Jesus take over and we've done our part. So glory be to God as we ask St. Andrew to pray for us.